Hey, Hela. Hey, Dan. How are you going? Good. I've got a joke for you to start off. Good. Uh, what sort of um, bedding does an accountant have? Bedding. Mm. Duck, duck, duck feathers? No. Balance sheets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cling. <Cooking, cling. laughs> Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan and we have no Tim here today, but we do have Heather Smith, hype girl for accounting apps. Welcome, Heather. Hey, Dan. Great to be on the show. And I'm thinking your uh, show is going to be filled with lots of dad jokes soon, isn't it? <laughs> yes. The, I, Tim was pre- uh, prepping for that for a long time, I think. He's been doing dad jokes for a while. Uh, what I'm really looking forward to is all of his tight ass tips that are just specifically related to having children. Um, yeah. <laughs> and a whole new audience <laughs> Exactly, exactly So yeah, now Tim is, as far as I'm aware right now um, uh, In a hospital giving birth, not him, but his wife uh, I haven't heard from him today So there's a chance that is happening right now um, Which is exciting That's very exciting It's my uh, husband's birthday today so Is it? It's, uh, a lovely day to have a baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it, they could share a birthday. So we'll, we'll find that out. I, I did message him, but he hasn't written back yet. So that makes me think maybe it's, maybe it's happening. Um, maybe we'll have breaking news. <laughs> that'd be good. Uh, so, um, yeah, what I've decided is it's a good opportunity for, um, for me to, to explore outside of, of Tim, uh, in the podcast and just test a few people out, see, see if there's an opportunity to permanently replace Tim on the podcast, which I think we've all been asking for, for a while. Um, we get a lot of, um, people writing in about that. So, uh, today, Heather, it's, it's your chance to, to, to shine on the podcast. Hashtag replace Tim. <laughs> exactly. It'll be trending like wildfire pretty soon. <laughs> um, but to start with, and this one's going to be hard by myself, but uh, what is the Dan and Heather low? I went low with that. You, you did. Mm. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do now. <laughs> you just got to say what you've been up to, Heather. What have you been oh, up what to? What have I been up to? Oh, look, mm. well, it's, it's been recorded live. So mm. you can see I have got all this new lighting in my room. Yes. I have installed a disco light in my, uh, yeah, my office. I like it. Yeah. I'm, I have Genio light strips along the bottom and they change <laughs> color constantly. So it builds a real ambience in my office too. Um, um, so the Genio light strips you can get from Kmart, they're, they're cheapest chips. Mm. And it builds a real ambience in my office when I need to sort of change the mood up. So uh, I, like I it. really like that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to see Sophie Ellis-Bexter tonight. Um, <laughs> so I've got my disco it's disco happening in, the, in there. Murder um, on the dance floor. <laughs> yes, yes. And you better not steal the groove. Yeah. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> Um, and uh, my uh, daughter's been getting us into, there's all these um, um, workout videos on YouTube mm-hmm. to dance. So I think the, uh, there's some guy called the the dance corporal or the dance dictator and you go and you do do a three minute dance with him in the desert. It's very bizarre. <laughs> we've, we've been practicing and ready for the, for the disco that we're going to tonight. Well, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, a little bit different um, um, to my, my, my normal routine. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm been trying to wrap everything up, leading up for um, um, the festive period. I'm hoping to take two solid months off Ooh. over um, December, January mm. for our profession. It's a time of the year that it does get generally quite quiet. Mm. And I felt that that was sort of I could just sort of put the blinkers on and, and shut down for that period um, it has been really difficult to take time off uh, over the last two years, and, and that's that's my opportunity. I love what I do so much. I dream about it. Mm. I wake up in the morning like at 4 a.m., jumping out of bed, ready to start the day, getting the <laughs> podcast on, listening to staff, um, working in, in writing, mm. um, a- engaging with the community. And I, uh, 
just felt that I'd, I'm not burnt out, mm. but I just felt that I needed to stop and go and read um, some fiction books and go and navel glaze and uh, uh, maybe go and do some art classes or something like that. Just go and do something different to get different parts of my brain activated. No, it's or, so, it's so important to recharge the batteries and, and do things that fill you back it up in different ways. Because um, you've had a massive year. I mean, you went to all three of the zero cons. You've been traveling around here and there. And, and plus just the industry's had a lot going on for a couple of years with COVID and, and everything happening there. So mm. I can completely relate to that, to just needing a bit of time to do something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm. and and there's the opportunity. So, so mm. um, what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, similar, really. Um, Tim's off work, so there's just a, a lot happening here in the office that I've got to take care of, which is fun. Um, and then just trying to plan out the next couple of months before Christmas and people disappear from us for there, a couple of months. Not a couple of months before Christmas. Yeah, you're right. It's a it's, it's a month and a bit. Like, Six weeks. Yes. <laughs> I should really start my Christmas shopping is what that's is what you're telling me there. Um, but yeah, no, I've got there's a lot happening. I'm going to see Tim Minchin this weekend. Ah. On at the Opera House. And well, there's another Tim for you. Yeah, exactly. Tim just, Minchin would be a great Tim, Tim replacement. Stand outside with a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new Tim for my podcast. <laughs> Minchin, maybe it's you. Yeah, exactly. If he's keen, if you're listening, Tim, I'm sure he's I'm sure he's a listener. Um <laughs> be keen to get you on um but uh, yes i'm doing that i've booked a little trip to melbourne in a few weeks time um gonna go watch the um harry potter and the cursed child play which should be good uh, yeah, yeah so i'm gonna go there first week of december so yeah just booking things really and just trying to fit everything into my schedule over the next six weeks fantastic yes yeah, so it's good uh, <laughs> I had a photo taken with Ita Buttrose about six years ago and I, mm-hmm. I wrote a blog post about meeting her and about the talk. I always write blog posts after I hear someone talk. Mm-hmm. Someone texted me two days ago. They asked to connect with me on LinkedIn. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next day, the very next day, now that we have this deep and meaningful relationship, he said, do you have Ita Buttrose's uh, mobile phone number? Oh. <laughs> but anyhow, if there's people out there who are connected to Tim Minchin... <laughs> Connect him back to Dan. There's yes. bound to be someone out there. Put that out in the universe. I like that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, um, absolutely. So bound to be someone. Something I've noticed, Heather, is not only are you a, a hype girl for accounting apps, but but you also seem to be um, a hype girl for um, your dog on Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I actively don't share my children mm. um, and I don't share a lot about my family family or my personal life and, mm. and thus I surface my um, dog Chester the Border Collie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's a very cute dog. He he is Border Collies are a lovely mm. dog. Um, very, very sweet dog. He he he's very keen and pleasing and he he he's wants to be involved with you all the time. I am aware that I put um, stuff on social media about accounting, the interesting topic of accounting and bookkeeping. And I like to try and balance out with Chester, the border collie, um, and, and to try and encourage um, to put out there, wake mm. up in the morning early, go out and look at the beautiful um, Brisbane, go out and look at the beach, go and do that. So it's kind of, I, I, I do actively do it to, to hopefully bring brightness to people's lives. And I enjoy other people who um, um, share their own brightness that's happening in their lives and their own smiles and their own happiness. And uh, um, it gives some balance Mm. to some of the negativity happening in the world. Yeah, no, I I enjoy it. I enjoy seeing your your dog pop up. I was like, oh, that's a cute dog. That's nice. That seems like a good time out there at the park or the beach. Um, I probably swing too far the other way where I'm just like, videos of me out walking um because i'm trying to distract myself on a step challenge or something um i seem to do a lot of that lately but uh but no it's good keep doing it i like it um do you have a pet i don't i don't if i had a dog i'd be walking it all the time though yeah borrow a dog yeah i should borrow a dog um all right, let's move on to the, the business update sponsored by Cats. Thank you, Cats, for sponsoring this. Um, and something that I saw pop up yesterday is uh, a big change over at Zero. Absolutely. Steve uh, has, has retired from, from, from being the CEO of, of Zero. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it was really, um, 
it's a massive job, a mm. massive responsibility. He was an incredible person and mm. he did a really good job. And uh, the new lady um, coming in looks incredible. So that won't happen till February 2023. Mm. Um, but she um, certainly, she, um, um, uh, she, she has a really solid track history behind her. And um, it will be really interesting to see um, how she takes the reins of um, Zero. And in every country um, or every region, Zero has a phenomenally strong and impressive leader in place, Mm. understands the community, understands the importance of the accounting industry. Um, I've spent some time recently talking to Will Buckley, MD of Australia, and Mm. he's like, Partners first, partners first, partners first, and 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 he's just he's just like driving that that vision home, as they as what I seeing them them all do. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And Will's such a nice guy. We spent a bit of time talking to him at, at ZeroCon, um, and the whole team are great. So yeah, I'm excited to see to see what happens next. In I didn't realize, but in honor of that today, I did wear um, zero blue as a color of my shirt here. So. Um, <laughs> So that that's good, um, but yeah, that, that's hey, the, maybe Will could replace Tim. Will would he's be not great. Got that much on? No, Will. He's got plenty of time. He can he can <laughs> jump on the pod. Of time. Yeah, every week to talk nonsense with me. That sounds good. Um, all right, let's let's move on then to the tight ass tip, or because Tim's not here, I'm going to call it the Dan's Dollar Savers. Uh, Heather, I hear you've got one for us. I am the thriftiest person you'll ever meet. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so Tim is a co-host of this podcast. I so. am so thrifty. <laughs> I can, I can, I can make, I can make everything stretch very long while. Mm. So I wanted to come up with something that was relevant for your small business audience. Yes. Okay. So this might sound a little bit harsh, but hear me out. Listen through, um, because I think there's a lot of benefit and a lot of merit in it. Mm. A lot of um community. Uh, businesses that operate in the community are constantly asked to sponsor events, which is lovely and it's a lovely thing to do. Mm. My recommendation is you get a form set up on your website that has um, sponsorship application on it. Ask for reasonable amount of details about the event that you're going to sponsor, including contact details, and ask them to um, explain in 25 words or less or something like that why you should sponsor the event. Ask them what the outcomes of the event are, like are you going to get a certificate, et cetera, out of it. Mm. Once you have that form set up, um, it is now the whole thing is now very much automated. If you don't know how to do that, just, just put a message out on Airtask or a freelancer or your web designer and they can set it up for you. Now, every time someone walks in the store and asks for sponsorship, you don't have an awkward conversation with them. You have, please go and fill out the form online and we can review it, okay? I've now stopped all awkward conversations happening in the store, mm-hmm. all money accidentally going out fraudulently to someone who pretends to represent an organisation but actually doesn't. Mm-hmm. The update of um, the uptake of actually using this form is very, very low. So you've now reduced the number of um, people who are applying. You're now in control of who you want to sponsor. But you also have their details in a comprehensive manner. Um, and if you have a, ah, we're now selling mud cakes and we like the community to know about mud cakes, you can contact those community people and get the promotion of the mud cakes going out through them that way. So you gain information about um, your potential people that you want to partner with and you reduce the amount of sponsorship that's going out. I'm controlling it. I love this um, because not only is it a tight ass tip because you're not spending as much on sponsoring events that don't fit in with, with your purpose and your goal and what you're trying to do. So you're saving money there, but you're also saving time, which is a time ass tip. And we love both of those things here on the podcast. So this is a great idea because yeah, small businesses get approached all the time, all the time. We, the amount of people that get in touch with us saying, sponsor this event, do this event, um yeah it's this is a great idea i should do this Mm, yeah it puts you back in control and those awkward conversations are horrible Mm. 
and it, they're so time consuming and bam, you're, you're in control of the situation. So hopefully people can uh, take that away. Let us know if, if you do actually implement it. Yeah, uh, and right into the podcast if you're someone out there that does this because this would be this would be great, uh, great, great. You're always full of awesome tips, Heather. Uh, you even wrote to us during the week uh, a couple of weeks ago, say you joined our online community. Oh, and by the way, here's an app that can help you build a database. And uh, <laughs> no one else writes and helps us that way. So we appreciate you, Heather. Yeah, well, I have currently 240 apps running in my business. Wow. And some people go, when they go, how many apps are you using? They're like, five. Mm. And I'm like, no, I'm using 240 and I've written them all down. And I've had people um, look over them who are really heavily into apps. And they're like, yep, that all makes sense. Mm. So some of these little things I consider being able to use a online form mm. and being able to send that information to a spreadsheet, I consider that now two apps setting up. And just that simple knowledge of setting up, I could probably do that for you in 10 minutes. Mm. And you've got a decade of savings built in if you can do that for yourself. Yeah. And if you can't do it, a uni student or an intern can come in and do it for you. Someone can do it. Someone Your can do it. Your grandkids can do it for mm. you. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, let's move on to our main topic today, which is kind of down this path. It's all about uh, apps that can help you communicate better and ways that you can communicate better um, to your clients, to your audience, whoever it is, um, because a lot of people struggle with this. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of business owners, a lot of accountants, uh, we're not natural speakers. We're not natural writers. We're not natural communicators. You know, we, we might be very good at the thing that you do, but then being able to effectively communicate that to other people is, is a skill. Uh, mm-hmm. And there are things that can help us along the way. And you've written an article about this. So, yes, I have. Yes. 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 <laughs> so I thought it would be a great place to, um, to, to have this conversation about uh, apps and things that you can be using to help communicate better. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> I'll throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for a lot of people listening in, is the, the accounting and bookkeeping community, but everyone in professional services, everyone servicing clients, everyone working with clients, your relationship with those clients is so important. Um, and this is something Will Buckley said to me, your client relationship is your IP. Yeah, that's, that is great. And your client relationship, the strength of your client relationship is the stickiness that keeps them with you long-term. So if you're just offering a, a, a service that anyone could offer, they will go. Mm. But if they, they can go, they, they will look around. They can easily pull out that Lego brick and replace it with another Lego brick. If you have developed a relationship with them they will stay with you there's a stickiness there and so i want to talk about these communication these communication apps because i believe there is so much low-hanging fruit that you can do to build that relationship with your clients using some communication apps um um, uh, you and i we understand the accounting world we understand it inside out and if Mm -hmm. you put a um, a financial report in, in in front of us we can pretty much read it. Hmm. What I'm encouraging people to do with their expertise is communicate that to the person that you're delivering that to. Spending five minutes um, um, putting some words around um, that report you have delivered will be so impactful for for the person receiving it. Um, and if you just think of a situation like when you go to a doctor and they go, you've got blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I've got no idea what happened and I'm not sure if I'm going to die or I'm going to live to be 100. <laughs> yeah. If they actually give that to you in a, a manner that you understand, mm. y- you stay with that doctor for a long time. Yeah. You understand it. You feel empowered, and, and and that's where I want to go with the communication. Yeah, I think so, I think you're you're absolutely right there. I, I like connection uh, with your clients is is your differentiator. Um, anyone can get a tax return done. You know, you could argue the quality of that tax return varies from person to person, but but really, they're coming to you for the connection they have, the trust they have, and the relationship they have with you. 
Mm. Um, that's something that we, you know, realized over COVID is that we'd spend a long, a long time trying to, um, you know, figure all these grants out, do all these things, get all this information out to people. But what was missing was the connection. Um, mm. And so one of our core values in our business right now and, and one of our uh, strategic anchors is, is human touch. Everything we do, we have to add human touch to it. And, and so this is a great reminder that there's ways and there's things out there that can help you add this connection. So, mm. so where do we start? Absolutely. Human touch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Tim's human touch. He loves it. <laughs> um, so what I, you're going to have to interrupt me, Dan, because this is an area that I'm quite passionate on and I can talk for hours and hours. <laughs> okay? So feel yeah. free. Dan has, is open to interrupting me. I love writing, mm-hmm. but I'm not the greatest writer in the world. And I've written 10 books. Um, my books sit in the top 100 and have sat in the top 100 business books for probably the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do is I can build the structural framework of a house, but I need an interior decorator to come in and decorate that house. I love that so analogy. I can build the structural framework of my writing and I need someone to come in and uh, clean it up and edit Zhuzh it. it up. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I'm not an interior designer. Um, so what I'm going to talk to you about are tools that can help you throughout this process. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and these I use these tools every single day. So if you spend too much time typing, you can um, very quickly you install some apps on your um, um, computer that will take voice to text. Mm. So you simply um, um, talk, um, you you talk, you 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 talk out loud what what you want to write, and it will actually text it through you. It, it will convert it to text. And they're getting so much better these days and you might have to go in and trim it up or put some capital letters in or full stops, but they're very good. So on Google Docs, um, there's an option tools voice typing and in Microsoft 365, there's an option home dictate. Um, Also on um, Google, I have a Chrome extension, which I call voice in voice voice in voice typing mm-hmm. um, and I use that um, if there's any online areas and uh, um, I I'm a really fast typer but I will still use that option so, so this is for people who who have the ideas they have what they want to say but they just might be slow typers they might be the old one finger each hand typing away mm-hmm. and it'd be much quicker for them to just say you know what hit hit the button, I'm going to quickly dictate what I want to say and this app will, will come up with it. I always worry about these. I, I always feel like I don't know if it's my Central Coast accent or, or do I mumble too much, and which is funny to say for someone who has a podcast. Um, but I do want, I, I always feel like they just don't read me very well. But uh, it's been a while since I've given them a good try. And I have been trying them for about 10 years and the the they have improved over time mm. and they do need to get to know your voice, but you also would probably come out and go, okay, some of those words I need to enunciate better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a mixture, but you do have a podcast and, and mm. you'll find um, with the podcast, uh, the way you articulate things ha- has probably dramatically improved. If you went back and listened to I the say, um, a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, some people moving away from the keyboard can easily answer a question verbally. So if I ask you a question in a cafe, bam, you don't even think about it. You've got the answer. Now, if I ask you to write it down, you're like, oh, it, it still it, it stops you. It, so it's just that move and that mind shift. Can, it's also can, your own voice, I imagine, would be an advantage of this. Because when you speak, yeah. you, you speak in the way that you speak, your authentic mm. self um, mm. most of the time. But but when you're typing, people get very formal all of a sudden. Yes. And, yes. and, and yes. so it's no longer in your voice. You're writing it as if what you expect to see written on a blog somewhere rather in the way that you would normally communicate that to somebody. Yeah. And um, I think it's really important to be completely okay with actually writing it in your own voice. Mm. As a uh, writer, um, I've sort of reached the stage that the editors will come back and say, no, 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 we want your opinion. We want to know what you think about this. We can get a journalist to research it and write about it, but we want you to do that. So mm. I would say that back to to anyone, um, be you a, a, a plumber or an electrician or even a limousine driver, 
put it in your voice, mm. okay, and, and imagine you're explaining it to, to your perfect customer. Yeah, that's great. So, so what's what's the next category then that we can start so, to, to tackle this? I want to talk about templates. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any situation where you're writing the same thing to people over and over again, um, generate templates to replace that so you can stop thinking about it and so you can just go, um, oh, I need to make an appointment with you, bam. Here is the form for making an appointment with you and here is all the writing around that. And you can review it and you can slightly edit it as necessary. But that, again, will save you so much um, time. So you can do that within Gmail and within Microsoft Outlook. They both have template options with you. Um, um, And in the um, um, accounting world, Ignition and Go Proposal both have templates within them. And the calendar booking tools, which we have talked about before, yep. Calendly, Timely, Acuity, and, and Microsoft Bookings all have templates within them before. Yeah, we love um, templates here. We, you know, as accountants in our business, there's emails we're sending all the time that, that are very, the you know, if you're sending someone a tax return, you're sending someone some information about something, that there's so many that are just the same thing over and over again. So this saves so much time, but also just helps you communicate more effectively because you can think about exactly what you want to say. Um, and then say the same thing over and over again. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And you can refine and you can update it mm. as you go along, but it saves you it saves you time, but it saves you mental energy as well. And that's really important because we want to we want to you want that mental energy to go into important areas. Yeah, I think a, a book uh, I think our last book nugget, which was uh, deep work. Um, mm. there, there's a bit okay. in that deep focus, wasn't deep, it? Focus, deep focus, deep focus. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to, it was about deep work. <laughs> um, that, was, that was Cal. Yeah, Newport. Yeah. Um, and that's where you got the work from, Newport. <laughs> yes. So the, um, something that he talks about is is having um, mental fatigue when you have to switch from thing to thing to thing. Um, and it's hard to then refocus 100% on the next one um, when you're constantly having to shift those mindsets. So if you can use templates to save you that mental energy, then you're going to be able to be more focused on the thing that you haven't been able to template. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Completely agree with that. So we were talking um, before about how um, um, uh, you've not found the t- typing um, tools are that effective for you. And, 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 and I suggest that they have improved over time. Yep. What I want to highlight is that there are a number of options within the suite that, that you're using that are now using AI to predict what you're about to write. So if you're um, in G Suite, you need to turn on Smart Compose. If you want to, mm-hmm. turn on Smart Compose. And if you're using Office 365, you need to turn on Text Predictions. And so what happens is um, I click reply to um, um, an email. Say you've sent me an email. I click reply Mm. and instantly at the top it goes, hi, Dan. I don't type that in. It goes, hi, Dan. And then I'll start saying how are, and then I'll go you with a question mark at the end of it. I won't type that in. Mm. And I'll start typing things to you and it will finish off the um, um, sentence for me. And most times it gets it right. And then sometimes it actually suggests things that I didn't even think about um, <laughs> asking, but I'm like, oh, okay, that's okay. So it's using AI mm. to learn how you work, but also see how other people work um, and, and trying to finish off your sentences. So it's going to save you a few seconds here and there, but it's like having someone alongside you working with you and typing with you at the same time. Yeah, I, I have seen this in in the G Suite. Um, we use Office 365 internally, but I have a Gmail account for the podcast and a few other things. And when I do return emails, it does start predicting the end of my sentences. And I'm like, oh, cool, tab, excellent, that worked. <laughs> Uh, so it definitely does save time and uh, make sure that your spelling and punctuation and everything is correct. And so you're not having to go back and worry about all of that. Absolutely. And um, I encourage you, if you are using it, make sure you've activated, you've turned on all the options for that, because um, in researching this um, article, I went in and and actually found there were some more options that I just click, 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 click. I want to, I want all the robots to do as much work for me as possible. Yep. I like it. 
So the next tool I'm going to suggest is the best tool I probably discovered in 2021. And I just recommend everyone gets this right now. Okay. It's called Word Tune. It is a word spinning tool. So what you do is you select a sentence, a phrase, or a single word, and it will show you alternatives. So sometimes I um, have to say something. Um, I know what I need to say. I know I need to go, um, the cat sat on the mat. Mm. Um, And I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound very good. So I will cover it with word tune, and it will give me something like 15 alternatives. There was a mat on which the cat sat, (laughs) and it will spin the sentence around and mix it up, and you can give it the option to shorten the sentence or extend the sentence as well. So you can get something and and, and, uh, really clean it up and really um, tighten up what you actually want to say because sometimes – it's just finding that perfect word. So it will throw in synonyms in there um, um, to, to give you various options. So this would be great for like writing a blog or yeah. social media post or, or something that, that you just want it to sound just that little bit extra um, than, than what you might be able to give it normally. Yes, yes, yes. Because structurally, you know what you're talking about. Mm. Write it down and then put it over it and see what happens. Make magic happen. Let magic happen. That's cool. Um, I like that a lot. It's so good. Mm. It's so good. You'll go, oh, my goodness, this is the greatest thing I've discovered. Yeah. So um, it just gives you so many options Mm. and they're not jilted. They're really smooth. And you're like, um, again, taking the mental mentalness, uh, the mental work away from me Mm. and putting it out there. Mm. Um, So I also think as we're talking about this, (laughs) sometimes you're going out on the Internet and you're looking at things there are these things called AI writing robots. And a lot of the blog posts now are actually written by robots. Mm. So you read them, you're like, this doesn't make sense. Like some of it started to make sense, but then it didn't completely make sense. So there are robots putting out um, blog posts like this so that they can gain SEO for, um, um, so attraction to the website. So that's just really ghastly. Yeah. And it's it's not easy to read. Is this the same thing that spat out energy efficient headlights that I read in your article? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So there are these AI writing robots, Mm. but I'm not saying don't use them. And I have used some. Mm. I've used some. Um, and I, I work with them because what they do is um, I use them, I put in what I'm planning to write or what I want to write or the framework of what I run to write, and then they suggest numerous alternatives mm. and options for me, and I then come in as the human and, and pick a few things out of that. What that does is it it's brainstorming with me um, things that it's seeing as when people talk about this topic – these are some of the key points that they talk about it. So if you had a writing consultant with you or a communications expert, they would tell you this stuff. But frequently with small businesses, we don't, we can't afford that. So we can engage a solution. They sometimes, the subscriptions sometimes are like $25 a month. So mm. it's cheap as chips. And they can help you with this. So currently it's not perfect, but currently I'm using a solution called R-Y-T-R. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... Uh, um, right. As, as I, I mentioned, um, I, I, I was trying to search for topics and it came up with energy efficient headlights, which just didn't make any sense to what I was searching for. Mm. But sometimes it really does. And it just helps me. When you brainstorm with a group of people, some people put some left of center ideas out there. And, uh, and, and that's, I like that's where, you've, it is. where you've gone with this in that it's, it's not a tool that replaces what you're doing, but it's a tool that adds to it or assists mm. you in what you're doing. Because yeah. as you said, sometimes you can come up with ideas, but when you're in a group of people, more creative ideas can happen because someone thinks differently to how you do. So if there's an AI that's popping ideas up that might trigger something for you that you wouldn't have otherwise thought of. So I I really like that. It's a tool that can assist rather than just replace. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Then to the sort of the next things I like to talk about are tools that you can use to help you train people. Mm. Some people completely are opposed to training or educating their clients. I fully embrace training or educating my clients. If they stumble over the same thing each time, I'm going to 
make up a, a one-page fact sheet for them. If my intro meeting with them is exactly the same each time, I'm going to put that together into a summary and provide that all the frequently asked questions mm. to them. Um, That's the whole reason so we started they, a podcast. <laughs> yeah, so that they come in warm. Mm. So one of the tools you can use is um, Snagit, S-N-A-G-I-T, mm. and it will um, – um, if, say, I'm in a solution, I can capture that what's happening in the solution and I can go, okay, you need to click this button, one, two, three. And I just put in nice big one, two, three, send them the screenshot and say, hey, can you just follow follow this and follow the button, follow mm. the buttons there. And people come back and go, oh, that made it so much easier. Thank yeah, you so much. There's a that. tool on the surface that I use. I think it's Snippet, yes. which is essentially the same yes. thing. I yes, think. yes, um, and and that's available. Mm. Um, I think that comes with your Microsoft suite. Mm. And I think is it still snipping tool? Is it snipping, snipping tool? tool that's snip it. Snip and sketch. No, I think it's been replaced by snip and sketch. Yeah, but you just highlight the bits that you want to copy, create spitchy, you can draw on them. I do it all the time as well. It's a great tool. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's another tool out there that can help you with step-by-step documentation. So if you want to um, um, give them a process of what they need to do, and that's called Tango, T-A-N-G-O, mm-hmm. um, and you can um, – um, it, it will follow and it will create little videos and, and step-by-steps of what's happening. I use another tool called Camtasia if I'm going to record longer videos mm-hmm. I um, and, and longer videos that I want to edit. Um, I hated training payroll, hated it. Mm. So I, um, I knew it really well, like I knew it inside out, upside down, back to front. I created two hours worth of training videos, put them up on the internet. I said, if you've got a payroll question, go in here, go here, go here, go here. And um, um, it massively reduced the num- the income I earned from payroll, but I didn't want to continue earning any income from um, offering payroll services. Mm. Um, and I have something like, I don't know, 80,000 views of those payroll videos. So I kind of, uh, it marketed me, <laughs> mm-hmm. but also um, meant that I didn't have to waste my time um, working in that area, which I didn't want to do. Yeah, no, that's great. And so is um, what's the difference between that and say Loom, which we use? So um, Camtasia is a probably a bigger solution than Loom mm. um, for creating a sort of a, a, a well-rounded, high-definition video. Loom is an excellent solution. So why don't you explain to people what Loom is? Yeah, so essentially it's just a tool that's in your browser that uh, you can hit a button and it starts recording you and the screen so you can show people what is on your browser and record a little video if you're trying to show them how to do something in in a software, for instance, or if you want to go through a document with them. Um, They're the main users that, that we use it for. We've, you know, adding that human touch element that I was talking before, we've added it to every one of our sign-off emails. So we do a loom with their financial statements to just give them a quick overview before their sign-off meetings and point out the important things. Yeah. 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 I think if you're, it, it, it's a, it, a loom, um, you will create some um, bespoke ones that can go to anyone, but a loom is a lot uh, is a lot easier than Camtasia mm. for I've got a financial report, as you said, and I'm just going to give you a five-minute, four-minute loom that goes with it. Yep. For an accountant or a bookkeeper, that is so easy because you know so much and you don't understand how much you actually know and if you just look at every line and say something about it or every third line and say something about it and give it back to them and they watch it and you can see that they've watched it, um, uh, that's so valuable to them. Yeah. Oh, they, and the feedback is, is, is great. We, we've, we've taken a process that was fairly stale, you know, sending mm-hmm. people their documents <laughs> uh, and, and we've added a human element to it and a, a, a relationship building tool because my face or whoever's face is, is there in the video and we're talking. It's very one directional, but, but they can see us and, and we're building trust through that. But then mm-hmm. also we're providing better value and it's taken very little of our time. Um, yeah. So yeah, you could use Loom for anything in your business. If, if, you're, if you're you know, a plumber and you're sending a quote, add a Loom to your quote. Uh, and, and talk about what, what's involved and what the next steps are. Uh, you can create templated videos. We've done that. Yeah. We say the same thing and you just add that video to it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really good tool. 
yeah, um, um, highly, highly encourage it, and it's mm. an excellent tool. One of the fun things I do with Loom, see if I can do it here while while we're talking, mm. is I use Snap Camera. So I um, will make. <laughs> I will change my face to make it, uh, and I'll change the uh, uh, the uh, filter mm. so it looks a bit more fun, um, and um, um, and that can liven it up as well. Especially if you're sending out Halloween looms or something like mm. that. Um, you typically have done ninety eight percent of the work to get it there, mm. and then that two minutes of loom is like the cupcake. Yeah. It's like the freckles and the sprinkles and the cherry on top of the cupcake. It's phenomenal. So yep. they encourage that. I, so, I agree. <laughs> um, I hate proofreading my work. Um, so I can write it. I think a lot of people hate proofreading their work. Yeah. But I have a real structure I need to go through because I want my work, my writing to go out immaculate. So there are two apps which potentially people have heard of. One is called Grammarly mm. and one is called Hemingway app. They are both very intuitive and easy to use. I don't recommend you do use both simultaneously because they um, suggest different things and can just mess you up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I suggest you pick one for a while and if you're comfortable with it, stick with it and or pick the other one um, and, and alternate between them. If something's extraordinarily important, I might put it through both just to see what the outcomes are, but for time efficiency, mm. just one. So, so this is these are apps that read through it and they suggest punctuation changes and, and things like that, yeah? Errors, mm. engagement, delivery, tone, because you tell it, this is casual or this is business. Oh, that's cool. I'm telling a story or this is formal scientifical um, type of thing. Mm. So you tell it the tone. Um, and interestingly, if you use Grammarly and laugh every month, it will then send you a report of how, what your tone is like. Oh. You've got a friendly tone, you know, which is, I think, <laughs> what we really, a lot of us are trying to so get. So if you're having a bad month, it'll say, yeah, you've, you've been quite negative this month. <laughs> Grammarly will come up and say, the person on the other end is going to be really disturbed by this email. Are you sure this is where you wanted to go with this? Like it will actually pop up and tell you that and you can install it into Gmail email and it will tell you things like that. And you're like, okay, hold back. Especially like when we were through that challenging um, COVID period, it's like every email you want it to go out and just be super nice and super kind, whatever is going on with them. Mm. Um, Sometimes you do need that because... Uh, you can be frustrated at times in, in your mm. business. You can have a, a customer that's annoyed you for some reason. And, and uh, instead of writing about politely, which you should, uh, you might write an email that you think, oh, okay, yeah, the tone of that's not great. But if you have something that pops up and says, hey, this isn't, this isn't yeah. quite as friendly as it should be, um, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yes, yes, so many, so much great things, tools there. Mm. This is another thing that I think is really important is to um, listen back to what you've written. So write it and then listen back. So um, in Microsoft Word, you Mm. can go review, read aloud. And in Google Docs, you can download a a Chrome screen reader extension called Screen Reader Mm. or Chromevox. um, and, And you have to turn on the screen reader support. Um, and so you activate text to speech and um, I have a standing desk. I'm very fortunate. I love my standing desk mm. and I will put the article on and I will stand away from my desk and just listen to it. Like I'm listening to a podcast. Mm. Is it flowing? Is anything jarring me? Does anything not make sense? Um, and, and it's such a great way to go and fix up your writing. That's such a good tip listening back to it, because if it doesn't make sense being read aloud, then it's not going to make sense reading it. Yeah, yeah. And and just physically moving your body and sort of moving away from the keyboard mm. um, to listen to it can really help. So I just wrote um, like a 10,000-word article, and it was really hard to make sure I didn't double up in areas. Mm. And so by moving away, it's like if a, if you're listening to something and they repeat the same thing twice, you hear it. Mm. But when you're reading it, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, I think that's a great tip. I think, you know, so, so far we've, we've figured out that you can talk uh, out loud and have it dictated into, into words. Um, you can then have templates. Uh, you can start typing an email and have predictors that finish your sentences for you to add some 
pace to what you're doing. Uh, you could just record a little video instead of uh, and, and communicate that way. Uh, you can have apps that proofread what you've written to make sure it makes sense, or you can have it read out loud and listen to it. If these yeah. don't improve your... Uh, your communication to your clients, whoever they may be, um, then I don't think there is anything that will apart from getting better at writing. <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah. Um, or, or you can just go, okay, writing's not for me and engage someone to do it for you and that they will they will uh, do it mm. for you. Um, if we move beyond the apps um, and we have discussed this, uh, doing things like speaking or, or podcasting does improve your um, um, ability to actually speak uh, concisely. Mm. Um, I've done my personally, I've done several writing courses with an organization called the Australian Writers Center. Mm. Um, and look, they're probably maybe $500 for a five week course. And they were just phenomenal for me. Mm. And they have a num they have hundreds of different courses there. I also encourage um, attending your local Toastmasters group they're all over the place. They have different nuances. So if you attend one and you don't like it, please make the effort to go and attend another one. Um, the one I attended was known for being really nice and kind. And you go up on stage and you practice a talk for five minutes, um, um, typically every week, and you get feedback. You get direct and you're there for feedback. Mm. And so I went for two years. I completed my two full book modules. You have about 10 modules, but I only perceived I wanted the two books were relevant mm. for me. I made lots and lots of new friends. It's very rare in adult life that you make a lot of new friends. Mm. And um, lots of those people are now my friends um, in all working in different areas, which is which is a nice um which was nice to 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 go and meet people outside my normal circle. Yeah, and I I stood on stage every week and talked about accounting to those poor people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they loved it. They're like, "Oh, this is great. We're getting free advice every week when we come here." And I now know a lot about <laughs> about accounting apps or a new tax or something. Yeah. <laughs> And I would get them singing and I'd get them waving <laughs> their arms in the air and stuff like that because it was kind of like I just had this five minutes of freedom mm. with this audience to do what the hell I wanted and then they would feed, give me feedback on whether that resonated with them. Well, you're, you're a very confident speaker, so it's, it is hard to imagine there was a time when maybe you needed help with that. Yeah, but oh, but practice, 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 and mm. I've put in ten thousand hours of practice of going to um, um, speaking courses. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, but it 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 gets you to where you want to go to, and and that's a, that was really useful. Yeah, no, that's a great tip. That's these are all, you know. <laughs> We started off by saying communicating with your clients and building that connection and relationship is is the most important thing that you can be doing because it essentially is your business. Mm. Uh, and then we've gone through and given a lot of apps and tips and ways that you can improve the way that you communicate to help build those relationships better. Um, the only other thing which we did touch on at the beginning of this, which, which I'll add to it, is I think... Um, yeah, you can't pass how important being yourself in that communication is important because, you know, you want to attract people to your business who are like you, you know, diversity is good, but, but also, um, people who have the same values, the same approach, uh, and who resonate with what you're offering, uh, are going to be your best clients. So, uh, if you're pretending to be something else, you're going to attract people that maybe you don't want to work with anymore. So, uh, that's the only thing I would add. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's in, it, it has to be enjoyable. Mm. It has to be. Um, and, and I think you and I both really, really enjoy what we do mm. um, and, and putting those messages out there. Um, it's, it's really cathartic to mm. be able to explain what yep. we do to people. Yep. And, uh, I agree. Love it. I agree. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our main topic. Thank you, Heather. This, I think people are going to get a lot of value out of this. Uh, the last thing that we always do is is other things. Do, do you have another thing that you'd like to recommend out there? A book, uh, music, uh, movie, apps, something that you're going to, something that you've been to, anything you want well, to recommend? I'm going to see Sophie Ellis-Bexter, so yep. I'm very excited about that. And I think she's touring all around um, um, Australia at the moment, so mm. I encourage you to do go that. 
Um, I really love the day on the greens. I know I probably should be talking something business, but I no, really no, love this going should to be the day uh, on the greens. Other things, yep. <laughs> and 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 spending five hours out in the sun, sitting with friends, um, waiting for a concert to go on. Um, that's kind of my uh, reason, the art, and my reason for. I I, I love that and uh, such so wonderful. Yep, not perfect. That's good. Uh, my other thing this week uh, is actually podcast related, uh, and it's that the, uh, the 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 big awards season is is coming up um, for us, and 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 that is of course the Drunky Awards, um, which we've been giving out every year that we've had the podcast, and uh, it's now time to send in your nominations for these things. So every year we give out a few awards that that are the same. Um, these include Titus Ass uh, for the person with the best Titus tip given to us during the year. Uh, we give out the um, uh, best beer, the best non-beer award is, is, is a subcategory. The zero award for best accounting software. Um, and we give um, a few others, but I want to add a few extras this year. Uh, and and what we're thinking is it's going to be um, uh, best or, or a coolest accountant is the award. So not best accountant, but coolest accountant. Uh, and then um, uh, coolest business. So that's just people out there that you think are cool and have a cool thing going on, nominate them because we want to celebrate them. Uh, and then um, we also always give out the Fuming Drunky Award, which is if you don't receive award the week after we do the awards, if you send us a message saying how angry you are about not receiving an award and it's the best of those messages, we will give you the Fuming Drunky Award. So uh, remember that. But I'll, I'll put a full list out on the social medias about which awards you can nominate people for. This is our fourth year doing it. And it's always just a bit of fun that we do at the end of each year. So keep an eye out for those because, uh, yeah, we're looking for nominations. Sensational. Well, awards always um, um, excite people and stimulate people. And um, I actually had an award sitting next to my disco ball uh, yeah. two days ago and it fell off and almost hit Chester. So my <laughs> award has now been <laughs> put on the very low shelf. <laughs> well, maybe you could get a prestigious uh, drunkie award, Heather, to, to put up on, next to the feather, mirror ball. A feather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that that's awesome, and uh, um, um, I'm sure people will be uh, very excited. Oh, do any of the awards go to overseas people yet? Um, <laughs> there, we we've been giving an award out each year called the most patient, and that is for people who have won something, and we're yet to actually send them what they won. Uh, there was one person overseas who won that award and she lives in Washington and we recently tried to send it to her, but she changed the dress. And anyway, uh, that is the only award that has gone to an overseas person, the most patient award, uh, but more than happy to, to take, uh, international nominations. This isn't just Australia focused. This Fantastic. The podcast Fantastic. is for everyone. Podcasting is for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> So hashtag replace Tim. Yep. Hashtag podcasting is for everyone. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, Heather, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do so? Uh, I'm on all social media at Heather Smith AU. Please connect with me and uh, um, let me know um, what you thought of the show. Yep. Love it. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, two drunk podcast at gmail.com and then obviously two drunk accountants and all the social medias, two drunk accountants.com.au is our website, uh, which we have a few online courses that are actually going to happen pretty soon. So we've been saying that for a few months, but this time it's real. Um, so keep an eye out for that. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. And we will catch you later. Bye. Thank you.